up, y'all? It's Panda AOD on the mic, and I am here with my co-host, Larissa Renee. I'm Larissa Renee. Say the Renee. And we are here with Ron, a.k.a. Philanthropist, a.k.a. Okay. Everything. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I'll let you introduce yourself. Um, my name is Ron, and <laughs> I do a little bit of everything, honestly. I don't really know how to, like, put myself on <laughs> put one, one title specific on title, but yeah. yeah, I do a little bit of everything. Ron Blasting Game. Yep. Yeah, Ron truly does a lot. Um, one reason why we reached out to you is because you have Speaking in Tongues, which is freaking amazing. Like, it's definitely one of those brands that takes on a greater meaning. Like, it's not just the t-shirt. You're not just pushing hoodies. It has a meaning behind it. So everything you do ties into that meaning. And it kind of ties into who you are. Uh, do you feel like your brand is uh, an extension of who you are? Yeah, I think finally it's starting to become that because um, with everything, it's, it's a process. And I feel like with starting something small, it's so hard to get people to believe in it. So you get caught up in doing things that will attract the hype or you can create something just so people can become attached to it and you start to lose yourself in that. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, I think one of the things that um, I've been able to learn is that when it's organic, it'll always work. It just depends on, you know, um, the timing of it. Yeah. And, you know, I think God places things in your life at the right time because, you know, you might be looking at someone else's process and you're like, man, I should be there. But you might not be mentally or spiritually or physically prepared for it. So I think now Thanks. it's always it been like an better. extension of me. But I think now it's starting to make so much more sense that I can really articulate Ronald mm -hmm. through my brand and then people are. I hope um, people are attracted to that because it's like, no, nah, I rock with Ron right. and yeah. I see him in these hoodies and t-shirts and service projects. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So can you give me a little bit on like how you came up with the name Speaking in Tongues? Because when I first heard it, I went straight to church and You're I was right. like, I heard me speaking in tongues. So what's the background of that and how that connects? Well, I was always raised in a, a religious household, okay. but um, again, I'm one of those I love puns and I love plays on words and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So initially, and shout out to my one of my old roommates, Ian Blake, um, mm -hmm. when my senior year in Miami, I, I don't know. I was always this person. I always consider myself like the cool, lame, like, <laughs> like I was never like the most popular person, but I always knew everybody because Same. I either played football <laughs> or, yeah, like, you know, you, you, you're out there, but it's yeah. like, people want to get cool with you, but yeah. it's still, people I don't, don't know. People don't even really, they don't really understand you. But they like, they're intrigued. But they're so. intrigued yeah. by that mystery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I think that's what my thing has always been like from better. high school into, <laughs> into college. So um, my senior year, I... I never really had like an identity. I had an identity at, at school, but I was I wasn't Greek, mm -hmm. and I didn't play football, mm -hmm. and I didn't realize that you know uh, going to Miami it attracted the most talented individuals in regards to like academics too. So mm -hmm. at West High, I was like top ten percent, and right. I played football, <laughs> and um, I was funny, and I dressed like kind of cool. So I was like you know that guy. <laughs> But so you then, kind of got thrusted into like a whole different situation yeah. where you felt like maybe your status went down. It wasn't that. It's just like I had to reestablish who I was. And it's like mm -hmm. I can't really be – I wasn't really known as – Ronald in high school and college anymore right. so I was always again I was the cool lame like I was cool with the Greeks <laughs> and I was cool with the football players but I never really had that thing so my senior year I've always liked clothing because I grew up in you know hip-hop culture and stuff like yeah. that so um I started to really dive into Tumblr and yes. I wanted to start a blog so I would see all these different things and it was cool but I'm like uh that'd be cool if I had it in like a different color or this design was different or whatever so i was just sitting in my room and i said i want to start a clothing line yeah. but at the same time i had a my roommate um ian he was super into shoes and then he kind of like really introduced me to like really being into sneakers so a part of the clothing line i wanted to start uh i wanted to open a boutique later okay. so i'm just like what what are names i had some terrible names and <laughs> give us one one and oh i had no idea what the, it was from a wale line i'm like i don't even know what that means like but it was it was it was awful. One and O, and then it was another one. one uh, I don't even remember. <laughs> but I'm like laying in my bed, and I look at my and I have like a decent amount of shoes, and I just like start you know going through my shoes to see if I can like find puns to go with shoes. So I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, the tongue of a sneaker like it's a central piece. Like it has the logo. Um, if you look on the back, you know it has the dope. size and like where it was made, and it's kind of like that that right. that central piece. And I'm like, 
speaking in tongues would be fire. So it was just random. <laughs> like, well. It just came out of nowhere. And crazy. I'm like, I don't want to spell it traditionally because whenever someone searches speaking in tongues, yeah. I don't want it to be right. like that. So I'm like, let me just switch up how it's um, how it's worded or how it's spelled. And I just came up with speaking in tongues. You would never think that that was how the name came about. That's crazy. It's not what I was expecting <laughs> at all. That I mean, my crazy. life is so like not deep. It's super like it's <laughs> no, always that is that's, deep though. That's that's you using like a creative element, like for you to look at the tongue of a shoe and be like speaking in tongues from that. Is, right. That's crazy. I guess. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, then, Ron. <laughs> So you also do a lot of like philanthropy work. Mm-hmm. I have trouble saying. That I know, me time. too. Um, so what do you do? You feel like I know you do a lot of t-shirt sales, and a lot of that goes into the charity work that mm-hmm. you do, like the hashtag lunch bag. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is your goal with speaking in tongues? Essentially, I want to. Um, I want. I was talking about one of my friends, Buku. Shout out to Buku. Like. I Buku. love Buku. Um, <laughs> but I like that name. She's doing her thing in LA. Okay. Like nice. with Adidas. Like she's incredible. Yeah. Nice. But um, so I was talking to my friend Buku recently. It was maybe, well, not recently, like a couple of months ago. And she was just saying how like she envisioned speaking to be like a house. And I'm like, oh, what do you mean by a house? And she said, you know how like, you know, Pharrell has mm-hmm. has yeah. um has nerd or chance has social works and they have this overall brand. Pharrell doesn't have Pharrell does have nerd, but what is his overall? He does I everything. So he has nerd, BBC, um, his thing with Adidas, like, like, like yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> wow, no D-shade. They're but, back. Um, but she said, I envision speaking being a house because you have so many different passions that you, that so many different things that you're passionate about. I can see speaking being like this overall brand and then you just creating all these different avenues from that that house so i really just want speaking to be something that allows me to articulate all these different passions that i have so service fashion education um again with philanthropy and i want people to be attracted to the brand but also see that it's more than just t-shirts so my mind is so just random and i just feel like i want to have my randomness like fine tuned mm-hmm. and then be able to do that through That's like crazy the brand. That you so, say yeah. that it sounds like we are literally on similar like almost the for same sure, for journey sure. because I was just talking to somebody, the girl who does my hair, and I was telling her like you know I need structure, like I have all this stuff and I just need to like kind of be able to like funnel it and mm-hmm. put it in the proper place. It takes um, a while because yeah. like it's. It's a beautiful thing because I know y'all both have notebooks or like <laughs> notes in your phones where it's yeah. just so many different random ideas. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, how can I freaking put all this yeah. stuff together and make it make sense? And I guess that's the beautiful struggle because it's like you have all these ideas, but it's a struggle trying to figure out how to, yeah. you know, process them. So, yeah. But it's dope watching other people on your journey with that, too. Like for you, you can see that with everything like all of your releases have like messages behind them and it's not like they're all like one cohesive line mm-hmm. but they all still are under the house of speaking so it's still like the speaking brand like the For way sure. your brand is it's kind of like to me it's kind of like um baseball cards in a way because everything you release has a certain like authenticness that's to fire. it yes. <laughs> that's fire that's very fire it has a certain authenticity to it so it's like when you drop something people are already anticipating the drop just to see what you're gonna do with it or the message you have behind it and I told you I had a friend who um goes to sneaker conventions and he had walked up to me he like hey you know I know you cool with Ron or whatever I'm waiting to see <laughs> like I'm waiting to see what he about to drop what that ghetto is and I was just like man that's dope I gotta tell Ron no that's really cool that's man. sweet cause like I don't know. You never think you're doing enough. But again, when you sit back and I'm not sure, I don't want to speak for y'all, but I'm sure sometimes y'all like, man, I don't feel like I'm, but then like when you have other, like me, I can sit back and see like the amount of incredible things, like even putting together something that's crazy, it's like distorted, like being able to bring all these different people together (laughs) and have them, you know, voice their talents on y'all platform. Like, and I definitely, that inspires me too, because that's something that I'm not able to do. Like, I'm just not that great at like, being able to touch people in that way. And that's something that I'm trying to learn from other people. So it's cool that I can like sit back and watch y'all do it. And I'm able to like, you know, be a fan for a second too. So now that's fire. It's interesting too, though, because you are not really realizing that you're touching, you're doing it already. You know, you just being naturally who you are. And I think that's the organic 
that Damn, makes, sense. makes it <laughs> that makes it happen naturally for you though, and that's hard because sometimes it's not natural. Like, you have to force people and pull people not and make sure. it work. But I think a lot of people who do like what we do, and I say we because we are all kind of like entwined, super connected. Not for sure. yeah. yeah. And I feel like with people who do what we do, the authenticity is really what sells the brand. Mm-hmm. And like I was telling somebody the other day, and I I, I always say I was telling people I talk too much, <laughs> but um, <laughs> the, with brands, you know, your brand is you, and like if people mess with you, they mess with your brand. So it's all about just mm-hmm. being authentic, and mm-hmm. then having that. Like that reason why you do it, having mm-hmm. your own why. Because at the end of the day, having if you mess why. up something or if something doesn't go the way you want it to go, you know what what happened. You know For what sure. messed up. Nobody else knows that. So it's like up to you to kind of have your why and operate through that why to like fine tune whatever you have to do to execute your plan. Nobody really knows what anybody else's plan Most is. Most definitely. Right. So you we don't even are. know your own plan sometimes. So you just right. know yeah. the direction so you want it to go. cahoots with each other, but like literally even me and her being business partners, she never knows exactly what's going on in my mind or like a event idea. So it's like we'll, we'll slide each other event ideas and it just builds off of that. Mm-hmm. And it's like people receive it well. And Aspiring. they never see the craziness behind the scenes. Like the buildup of the event, how clustered it is. And then when we get to the event, it's just like, let's just get it done. Right. Like, <laughs> I, always, I always say life is about making like those, making um, those L's look as graceful as possible. It's mm-hmm. like, and turn those L's into <laughs> lessons because I, like I said, like nobody really knows what's going on right. in like the background, but at the end of the day, it's like, all right, I'm going to give you who I am. And it's gonna be like the most beautiful yeah. version of that, and y'all gonna y'all gonna appreciate it because y'all know it's me. Yeah. yeah. So, so what would yeah. you say is the biggest lesson that you've learned so far on this journey? Um, believe in yourself. Worth the two chains, but just believe in myself. <laughs> um, because I don't know, it's hard. Like it, one of the things that's that I find difficult is like now this concept of like carefree like black boy joy carefree like that was something that i never grew up on yeah. and especially being from Wynn terrace like that was never i was just talking to my mom my mom and my sister about this um i grew up in a household where my mom was she was ex- not not extremely strict but she made sure that we knew what it was like you come in yeah. mm-hmm. during, like before curfew you do your homework you go to school you don't talk back like that structure and then my dad he was the super carefree you know he comes he calls me by my middle name martel martel you know if you want to do art you can do art but at the same time we're going to do this art and then you know in a half an hour we're going to go out and throw the football so i had football with him i had art with my dad and all the i had this like amazing and then when i was in the house you know balance yeah like it was gospel music and when i went to my mom's it was r&b but then when i stepped outside and went terrace it was you know cash money and so it was like this random like conflict between the two but again like your friends have a huge influence so i never really um understood this concept of like being carefree mm-hmm. but i had my dad who after after sabbath he would turn on the wine and he would dance around the house singing and mm-hmm. I, that was what that was carefree before i knew what carefree was yeah. so mm-hmm. even now i started to understand that it's okay to be like a black man and you know, dance around and not be as like tough. And <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't always have to fit into this mold that society, quote unquote, society has set for like a black man. And I think that's starting to like really um, show through my work yes, because I'm okay wearing like Birkenstock, Birkenstocks, <laughs> but like even in the way that, you like, wear them, yeah. Like. And people see that, and it's like you have a lot of other men who aren't as who's still trying to figure out their carefreeness and it's like oh shoot like i could do that too or if i have a shirt with bow we all know that bow out is an ohio legend (laughs) and if i have a shirt that says you know um that has a picture of bow out on it and it says ohio is where i'm from you have people who at one point if i'm not wearing bow out on a shirt but then they see someone who embraces that carefreeness and it's like bro like when are you put when are you putting those out so really just being okay with being transparent Mm -hmm. and learning that trying to fit into this mold that I didn't create for myself right. is a huge hindrance. So yeah. um, that and, um, you know, it, it it costs money to learn lessons too. Yeah. So I lost a lot of money doing speaking stuff. So Hey, I'm That's with real. you. Yeah. <laughs> I, sure. love, I mean, I look at money as like a revolving door, to be honest. I'm trying to get better <laughs> with it, but like, 
for me, money is just an object. Yes, like, I always, yeah, I always use money as an object. It's nothing else. So, like, I don't really hold on to it. It's no sentimental value. So, yeah. when it comes, it goes. I try, right. but... <laughs> finish it, get it right back. But one Got thing to. with the carefree, though, one thing that I love on your Snap stories is freaking you when you're riding a bike. <laughs> I love my bike. You just be gone. You make it look so peaceful, man. I'll be just like, if I could just get a bike and be like that, like right now. I'm tell- That's the thing. I'm like, I don't know. Because I, I deal with so much on a day to not not sound like my life is crazy, but just it like is. talking to people is a task. I'm like, I don't yes. feel like talking to y'all or work. Parents calling about financial aid. I'm like, bro, like, please let me alone. I know it's my job, but like, all right, <laughs> you're doing the most. So then, like, when I go home, when I clock out, I want to go back to being Ronald. Like, I want to be right. like the guy that my dad was. I want to be able to like. That's why I upload so many songs on my Instagram stories, or I'm dancing all the time because it's like I want to have that release. And I know other people, like when I post music, other people are like, oh, I haven't heard that song in forever. Yeah. Thank you. Or um, bro, I need to go get on my bike and listen to SZA, Control. Yeah. Like, it's like I just want to be continue expressing myself, being yeah. like this random dude, and yeah, then have people, yeah, oh. like, and just have people drawn to that. So you're definitely yeah. doing it, and I think like how you said, um, you said uh, like right how you communication, constant communication is that thing that's like. I completely get that because I'm to the point now where I'm getting a calendar and I'm putting personal time in the calendar because I work I work at an office and for a living I have to organize people's calendar. That's not the only thing I do, but taking that into the personal aspect of life is very valuable, especially when you are an entrepreneur mm-hmm. because a lot of times we don't put that personal time in there and then you'll go 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 and then you you find yourself stuck like you're just sitting there like stuck, like you're just yeah. exhausted. You don't even know why and it's sometimes it's because we're in constant contact. Mm-hmm. So your brain is constantly like generating whether it's conversations, whether it's a time scale, you know, at work or you're on somebody else's time Mm -hmm. so like just to have that personal like window every yeah and you have to do it so every so often it can't just be like a oh i'm gonna do yoga once a month it has to be like maybe even for me like at least like 30 minutes out of my day i need to just sit there and like decompress and just learning that being selfish is not a bad thing like sometimes you have to tell people (laughs) like you know what my time is my time like if i want to bless you with a few minutes of my day i mean that's up to me but (laughs) Sometimes I just don't feel like dealing with anything. I just want to be my dramatic self by myself. And then I'll get back to you maybe a half an hour, 15 minutes, however long it takes. But let me listen to a song or mm-hmm. um, sit in, yeah, sit in like my quiet space and just be, just be me. Yeah, just be. <laughs> like I don't have to respond to a text message. I don't have to call you back right now because if I do, you're going to get the Ron that you don't want. So I would much rather, you know, just yeah. be. Yeah. Get this out, and then I'll talk to you when I'm when I'm able to give you my best me. So, yeah. yeah, I feel you. So I know you did a hashtag lunch bag. What other philanthropy work do you have coming up to oh. share? Okay, so we're doing this really <laughs> cool, and I and I appreciate y'all. Like because when I posted it on Twitter, I was super like, <laughs> right now being a man is it's a lot of unlearning, and because mm-hmm. at Ooh, one that's point deep. that's the a whole, good one. <laughs> the men are trash tweets. I was like, bro, like. Not all men, but I'm like, I sound like an all lives matter right now. I need to like sit back. <laughs> so I just have to learn that like it's 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 okay to be called out mm-hmm. and it's okay to not have your voice in every conversation. So mm-hmm. yeah. um one of the things that I'm working on are these things called um go to boxes. Um give one, take one. And I was able to find um so my friend Cody, shout out to Cody. You are dope, man. My friend Just the name. Like I already know where you're going with this, but man, I just had to say that. I'm sorry. I like how it just falls in your lap too. Bless. Bless. Go random. Bless. Bless. Go to boxes, give one, take one. Like So yeah, like you know, crazy. direction and it's like okay. Yeah. You see, you yes. <laughs> so um my friend Cody, his mom, um, she uh, worked for not she works for a nonprofit and they had an um an event and she had a lot of like feminine hygiene products. So um, tampons and pads and lotions Mm -hmm. and a bunch of just feminine hygiene stuff, Mm -hmm. toothpaste, toothbrushes. And then I worked for a nonprofit last year before I got the job in Miami. And I went back to visit my old supervisor and she gave me like a bunch of different baggies with, again, you know, uh, soap, um, lotion, Mm -hmm. toothpaste, all all this different stuff. So again, it's just like God placing these items in my lap. And it's like, I'm going to give you this stuff 
you figure it out. Like you figure yeah. out how to, again, articulate your vision. <laughs> so um, I was looking, I, I, I was looking online for maybe like three or four months trying to find um, those news stand, newspaper stands. So if you go downtown to any city, you can like take a free magazine from yeah. like a newsstand and on eBay, they were a bunch of like three, $400. And I'm just like searching online. I'm like, where can I get a newsstand in Ohio? So randomly there's this guy in Canton. No, he was in Toledo mm-hmm. and he uh, works for a company that like either fixes them or distributes them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, we don't have any, but I know, I mean, we can't really sell you one, but I know a guy who run, has an apartment complex in Canton and he has maybe like 60 of them out of like, just random. <laughs> just like, just out. Yeah. He has like 60 of them. I can give you his number and then he can let you know if he'll give you one. Um, so I called the guy and I'm like, dang, Ken, I got to go all the way to Ken. But then I remember my friend, Dewan, shout out mm-hmm. to Dewan. He <laughs> recently moved to Ken for a job. Okay. So I'm like, oh shoot. If dude says that I can have him, Dewan can pick him up for me. So I called the guy. He's like, sure. <laughs> you can have as many as you want. Take them off my hands. Crazy. I'm like, <laughs> so Dewan's girlfriend, um, she had an event. So he had to come back to Oxford and he brought two of them for me. So the two that I had um, that he gave me, I'm like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to take the two newspaper stands and then just fill them with like all these different mm-hmm. feminine hygiene products and then put them in like low income spaces in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. So then people could just go- come and go as they please um, if they need it. Um, because, again, I didn't realize being a woman is crazy expensive. Mm-hmm. And for something that you can't really control, I'm like, dag, like I can get free condoms. <laughs> but how often do you get free tampons or pads? Yeah, like right. It's crazy. So. Um, so I'm going to, uh, put those boxes in different spaces, probably OTR, Winton Terrace, different parts of Avondale, Price Mm -hmm. Hill, where I know that, um, there's a need for it. Mm -hmm. And then essentially what I want to do is see if I can basically, um, have the idea distributed via social media. So I want to create flyers to where, and again, there's this weird thing with like sharing, um, you know, good deeds, mm-hmm. but I kind of want to encourage it. So when people, if you have maybe $10 a month, you know, buy, you know, a couple of boxes of tampons mm-hmm. or whatever, and then take a picture and then use the hashtag and then share it to your followers. So hopefully people, it's like a pay it forward type thing. So yeah. people see it and it's like, oh, shoot, that's pretty cool. It only takes me like $10 to help. And okay. then I want people to like kind of restock the... Yeah, and just keep it going and continue to restock those different uh, go-to boxes (laughs) so people can just continue to, you know, flourish. So Yeah, because I saw you posted on Twitter. You was like, can a guy do an organizational event for feminine products? Like, yeah, you can, Ron. (laughs) Right, you can. (laughs) You got to be careful. Like, you really just have to be careful about where... It's a lot of sensitivity nowadays, I think you, you have a good grasp on things, just the way you talk about it. Like, just... I mean, the way it came together for you, like, shout out to God's plan, like. For sure. Shout out to God's for plan every sure. day. Because <laughs> that's the thing, like, how you said stuff just always falls in your lap. I mm-hmm. tell people all the time, God just orders my steps as I take them. Most like, God. I don't have a path for real. Yeah, that. it's like, he just literally orders my steps. So, I mean, man, like, just thinking about that journey with that specific event for you mm-hmm. is crazy. Like, it's definitely meant to happen. And that was definitely something that was brought to you. Like, Most definitely. So, As a guy doing a feminine hygiene drive, mm-hmm. that's nuts. Like, I need to make sure I'm, it was I'm designed a- for you, though. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. What were you about? No, to you're good. I was gonna say with like in mentioning everything that is for you is for you and how it just comes to you. How mm-hmm. do you feel when you see like other brands with similar <laughs> quote similar context as yours? It, it, it hurts. hurts. <laughs> like. Because I, I posted something, uh, I think, yesterday or something like that. I was on YouTube randomly, and this guy had on the shirt, and it looked exactly like one of my shirts. Which one? The Young, Black, and Gifted. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, it said, like, Young, ones. Black, and yeah. Dope, but it was, like, the same yeah. format. The yeah. vibe was similar. Like, I'm like, Dad, bro. Like, <laughs> but, like, it hurts because I just know how much, you know, time and effort and tears I put into it. And for me to be so, like, the process of process of just doing anything creative especially in regards to like clothing with me I'm never satisfied it's like when I put something out I'm like dag like I should have you know did the text differently or I should have put this out in a different color or I should have did hoodies instead of t- it's just random like 
battle that I have with myself. Mm-hmm. And then when I see, because um, now like starting clothing lines is like super wavy, especially especially clothing lines that have um, the super. I won't say I won't even say black because I love my black people, but the super. The um, nah, and then it has like Rosa Parks at the bottom, yeah. or We Out, and it has like yeah. um, um, Harriet Tubman at the it's like, yeah. it's like that's super in right now. And you can just log on to Instagram and get an idea and then take it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you don't know the amount of work that other people have put into it, so yeah. it sucks, but at the same time, it's like I've always prayed that I can be um, be an influence, yeah, and I can't really um you know, be upset when someone is influenced by something that I was able to, you know, do or think of because there are people out there who can say like, bro, like I've been talking about ghetto stuff. Like that ghetto is yeah. t-shirt is something I yeah. wanted to post in 2010. And it's like, again, like I can't really, you know, you never know what you're yeah. influenced it's, by. It's yeah. The subconscious happen. is crazy. So, yes, but it's going to happen. But that's why, I mean, it definitely, when it comes to how you do things, it's always going to push your brand forward. Most def- I hope. <laughs> <laughs> because at the end of the day, like somebody who knows Ryan or somebody who sees you, once it's just that first um, that first peek into what you do. Like just getting people there is going to fuel the brand and keep going. Because, I mean, if I know where to find this, then I'm not going to go over here to find it. Right. I'm always going <laughs> to go over here. True, true, you know? true, true, true. And mm-hmm. I always say this one thing, um, this little quote I got. <laughs> I say, stay hungry, feed the biters. And what that means is like, you're when you're hungry, you're always gonna innovate, mm-hmm. and people are always gonna bite from you. That's mm-hmm. real. So I mean, that's very real. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you can't. You're always gonna be hungry, so you're always gonna have biters. That's that's actually legit <laughs> because it's it's hard to play catch up. But when you're like, I forgot what who quoted it, but it's like it's you have to be the wave, not ride the wave, and it's yeah. like when when the wave dies down, you're waiting for that next wave to come. But when you're like creating these different things, you don't have to sit back and like play with the times. It's like, no, like I'm going to make you like and appreciate what I'm doing Mm -hmm. because I'm the one that creates these things. Like I don't have to sit back and, you know, ride somebody else's trend or wave in order for, Mm -hmm. um, in order for me to be relevant. So no, I definitely. Yeah. You got your shout out from Flair magazine though. Talk about shout out. <laughs> out of nowhere. We got a shout out from Issa Rae. Out of yeah. nowhere. Out of nowhere. <laughs> and it was so crazy because the lady wrote the article back in November, October, and then that tweet didn't like, well, her tweet went viral, but my tweet didn't even do numbers like that until this, it was like December 30th or something like that. So mm-hmm. I asked her, I'm like, how did you even find um, this quote. I mean, I, I didn't even know this uh, this article was out there, and she was like, right. "You need to start searching your name more." And I'm like, Oof. "Okay." Ain't that crazy? <laughs> but I didn't want to be like, "You never want to be that person." Like, I'm gonna see what's out there. But I don't even like, know how that is yet, but I know it feels crazy. It felt. <laughs> what was you doing? What? It was so crazy. Like the night, the night that it happened, um, it was. I was in my bed, and then again, we all know that right now, being like. The hood aesthetic is super in. So the stuff mm-hmm. that I grew up on, like long nails and um, barrettes, yeah, barrettes <laughs> and like shirts that say "baby girl" with the rhinestones. Oh when I used to go oh, to docks yes. with my mom, airbrush. like yeah, airbrush T-shirt, like the stuff that I grew up on. That was considered like if I was to go to Kings Island or if I was to go to different places in Cincinnati, people would look at it as like it's ghetto. ghetto. But now it's like it's super. It's the wave. Yeah. Like African Americans, like. African-American, the African-American aesthetic is super, like, trendy right now. Mm-hmm. So um, so to see, like, places, I mean, these articles like Vogue talking about how long bedazzled nails is, like, the new thing. And it's like, nah, my cousin Taisha was doing that back <laughs> in, you know, 98. Or yeah. my sister was wearing beads and barrettes back in, you know, 2001. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, it's it's crazy. So with Twitter and the, the thread format that they have, you know, Vogue posted the article. And then I posted under just because I posted under, you know, the quote, ghetto is nothing but creativity that hasn't been stolen yet. Mm-hmm. Then I attached, you know, the four pictures. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when I went to sleep, I got maybe three or four retweets. And I just didn't think anything of it. So the right. next morning, I, um, my phone is like going, it keeps going. I'm like, who the, and it's like <laughs> a Saturday. I'm like, who the heck is texting me? Like, why is my phone going off? So I look 
And like my phone is like all these notifications, like true. Oh my god, this is word. Like, <laughs> like, like what the heck? So I get on, and like this time it has like maybe, maybe like 150 retweets mm. or whatever. And then there's another lady. Um, she tweeted it, and she had like she ended up getting like 15,000 retweets. And right. then under it, she said, um, "I found the originator of the quote," and she attached the article. So then when I clicked it, it had my my store. It had. That's speaking crazy. in tongues and then it had like Issa Rae like in the I'm like wow. what the heck right <laughs> so people were asking like because at this point I had sold out of the t-shirts but then people were like where can I get this shirt where can I so I just did like got on my com- my computer and I'm like pre-orders so I just did all pre-orders and then it just started going yeah, like so crazy. nuts and I, I'm still trying to catch up with like the packaging because yeah. I do that and all that yeah it's it's crazy you that do everything crazy. by yourself as far as like packaging and shipping. So right stuff. now I have a, my business partner, partner D and we gonna have to fight because um, <laughs> he's been busy because he coaches and he has a full time. He works for Dayton public schools. Um, so he does a lot. And then he's in Dayton. Dayton. But then with me. Right. <laughs> no, it was coming. I was <laughs> right. like, wait for it. <laughs> so he's like, he's, D's just like, He's that type of person. He has like the John Schuyler effect. Like when you meet him, mm. you just like him just because it's like John Schuyler. So D is like, no matter what he does, if he puts his like stamp on it, people just love it. So he's like the marketing guy. But me, I'm like the the creative. So I'll make it and then he can like post it and then everyone just loves him. So they all just eat it That's up dope. because it's D. And then he's incredible in regards to like um, animations and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. um, but right now, since he's so busy and dating, <laughs> I do all the like the packaging for the ghetto shirts myself, and then I hand draw everything yeah. just to add the extra effect. So, that's dope. Yeah, I live here, man. I come knocking on your door, run. Ah, thank you. See, I be, like people think I be playing. Like I be posting flyers. Like I'm, um, I bag a bag of flame hot if you help me <laughs> come color these. Nah, uh, that means these envelopes. It's 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 dope to real. see. It's dope to be around. <laughs> these young creatives like within our age group and to see people really like built in this this wave like mm-hmm. to be honest I tell like so basically I feel like economics is about to completely change like in a way I feel like the way we are generating attention to ourselves mm-hmm. and we're actually creating different brands and businesses right now and the way we're trying to operate on our own we're learning business and we're teaching business mm-hmm. at the same time and I think that a lot of um a lot of black owned businesses and not just black owned, but locally owned, I think they're going to come up in this era that we're in right now. So I, I feel like economics is going to switch. We don't have to have that stamp of approval from a bigger, yeah. a bigger yeah. entity anymore. Like it's, we have internet. Is that me? <laughs> Why is Josh Kelly calling me? Oh, I'll call you back, Josh. Um, <laughs> but we have this, we're in this space where we can get, get access to these different applications YouTube is free education. Instagram mm-hmm. is free marketing. Twitter is free education and mm-hmm. free marketing. It's like you have access to the entire world. And again, you can post an idea and one or two retweets can change someone's life or a cosign from um, a celebrity. Um, yeah. Them retweeting it can like change someone's life. For so sure. I don't think we really have to go through like the normal, um, you know, channels or we don't have to get those stamps of, of, of yeah. approval from, we don't have to go to Macy's to like yeah. make it big. And when you or think we about it, go- we're competing with income dollars. Like as far as like Macy's and what Macy's is generating through their door, you're now in competition with them exactly. and you're like, you, your overhead is way lower. Mm-hmm. So just think about like how many creatives that are dope. Cause there's many dope creatives out there that are on the same, like similar levels. Mm-hmm. Just think about all these people being successful in these brands. Now these companies have no choice but to shift and change. And they already are. Like, they, they have they're to closing come to, doors. They have to come to us for, like, the wave now. It's like I have to sit back and they have to realize that their their standard clientele. I, won't, I was about to say dying out, but that's <laughs> not literally dying out. But, you know, just the, the idea of what's cool is starting to shift. And it's like mm-hmm. they have to appeal to our community now so it's like all right well because you even see with like commercials or um advertisements <laughs> it's super like you can tell it's like the old uncle trying to be cool because they're like looking <laughs> at these different too. yeah and it's yeah. like nah like you need to start hiring people of color or younger people you know to like times. i tell that at my <laughs> job i'm like you need to hire more and the fact that they don't listen and like you'll see it and the people who come in 
and the reactions, and it's just like I told you I can't. And I know, and it's like you and know. And also, I think um, I think the bigger companies they might open up space for them to offer like contracts to businesses, like to individuals who have mm-hmm. dope brands and black. And not to say everybody so gonna take the contract, it. but you know, I feel like that's what's gonna end up happening is they're gonna have to go to these people like, hey, I want to put your brand in my store. Can we come to the table and figure something out? Like we have the option either, to say nah. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say they're either <laughs> exactly. gonna do that or they're gonna try to keep biting it. And then that's when mm-hmm. you just sue them and you get, exactly. get what you <laughs> that, deserve. And I think authenticity in general is just gonna mm-hmm. like it's it's changing. Like it's not even gonna be that big of a fight because people yeah. don't want to go to the department stores they want to go to the people that they know yeah exactly and it's like yeah it's i don't know it's it's really cool (laughs) now because again for years you had we couldn't even shop in these spaces or we didn't Mm -hmm. see ourselves in these spaces and now it's like nah so oh now y'all want to come talk to us about um you know marketing or it's like they're riding the wave we are the wave and so when it gets big enough then they're going to try to hop on exactly exactly so it's it's wild, and I'm like, nah, it's, mm, nah. It's change, yeah, and I think everything is coming at the right time. Even with the carefree and like the black boy joy, and even with mm-hmm. the feminist movements, it's like mm-hmm. everything is becoming more individualistic. So at the end of the day, now everything is based off of the individual. It's not based off of what society is telling us right. to do. Granted, we'll still have those norms, but at the end of the day who you are, what your brand is, is just based off of you, what mm-hmm. you want to put out there. And you and can find someone out there who identifies with what what you identify with yeah. as like an individual. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other individuals who see themselves yeah. in what you're putting out. So it's, it's really... Yeah. I don't, it's a I reoccurring just, message with people we keep yeah. talking to is that they once you put yourself out there, then you receive the people that are like mm-hmm. you because that's the hardest thing to... For me, anyway, to keep in mind, because I feel like I'm just out here. Sometimes, like, I'm the only one just going through, but then you, you just talk to like, somebody else, and it's like, oof. Like, I feel you. <laughs> we in this together. Yeah, and it's definitely dope to collab with people in general. Like, there's some cool people in every um, ethnic group, age mm-hmm. group, and all of that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm one of my biggest focuses right now is trying to br- uh, bridge the age gap. Like, I would love yeah. to start with music having, like, people that are older out listening to the younger folks mm-hmm. and vice versa. Like, I just want people to be just, I know. And it's, though, it's, it's not right. a, yeah, it's not an easy task, but um, just on a, an aspect of just listening. Like, I feel like it's weird how society kind of sets itself off. Mm-hmm. Like with age in general, you kind of like the older you get, you kind of like take away from what you are actually, what you're receiving. Like mm-hmm. you kind of put yourself in a box, which is not a problem if you want to stay in the box. But I mm-hmm. feel like just even seeing the young creatives doing stuff, like just being able to see that young, as an older black male, seeing a young black male, just like mm-hmm. the way he's doing his craft. And when you think about Hollywood or celebrities, they're all, their ages are a wide array. Right. And they listen, like you got Jay-Z and then you got uh, Ray Shrummer, like, mm-hmm. and you got all the ages in between. So I feel like that's a real thing. So if I can start trying to do that here on the ground level, maybe maybe we'll have our own show, I our think, own yeah. big So we have to do that too, just for the simple fact that we are the next adults. Not that we're not adults right. now, but it's like that gen- we're the next generation mm-hmm. coming up. So the fact we need to connect in order to create an effect for the ones below us. For sure. Right. And I think we it's it's fire because we were the ones who were here before the internet and then yeah, we I know were we were now. like Ain't right that crazy. Yeah. Don't you feel old? We, we kind of feel like yeah. But it's that like, we kind of like are a low key bridge between like non existent internet and like over internet. So yeah. now it's like the pressure's on us. So, <laughs> I know. Like, oh, crap. It's okay, we got it, we got it. Another thing about our generation is we are the kids that come out of the the parents who had to work like mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. our parents generation they had to work they were very much so in the in the factories assembly lines or in the mm-hmm. call centers and all of that type of stuff so then you have us and we're coming up and we want to be creative and we're coming from mm-hmm. the people above us are telling us no you know you got to go get a job like you can be creative but you can't make money off of that and here we are sitting here really like paving a way for it mm-hmm. we are like pretty much the pioneers of this new wave that's happening like that's a soldier boy <laughs> <laughs> shouts to soldier boy shouts to what kanye who else is a um innovator t-pain <laughs> listen we as far as the music wave goes so many people use the internet to just create these amazing um, these amazing things and it's like 
shoot, like you can really reach the world yeah. with your words. And it's just about kind of being, Great. yeah. And a lot of times it's about being like, it's about being that innovator. Like you see hella beauty bloggers now on YouTube, but the ones that's making money off of it, they were like the first ones to do mm -hmm. it. So there's still room for people to get in there, but it's tough. It's like heavy saturation. And it's like now, you how do you separate yourself? Ex ex that's exactly what I was about to say. Like, how can you, cause I saw a tweet today and you as you can tell I'm on social media a lot, but <laughs> um, essentially they were talking about how even though everyone is doing it, you, there's still room for everyone to do it. It's just like, how yeah. can you go about it in yeah. a way that is attractive to um, the world and it's authentic to you and you can make it so different that even if you still are doing makeup, people are still attracted to your makeup right. or yeah. your channel because of what you're doing. It's so. all about the brand. If I say it, we're going to say the authenticity of you, but that's sure. why you got to take those steps to really... Engage and figure out who that is. That's it's like it. That's the only way it's gonna make it different. And that's kind of like everything I put. Like when I put something on Instagram, I'm now putting like brand, brand. That's all I'm saying. It's like back to back, brand, brand. And the reason why I get so excited when I say that out loud is because that's what I see people as now. Mm -hmm. Like, and that might I don't know. Some people might take that at face value, but like that sounds kind of shallow, but. That's what I look at people as. Like that's and that tells you where business has gone. Like I don't see people as just like when people talk to me, I see who they are, what they represent. Sure. Especially mm -hmm. if you have something that you're doing. It's like mm -hmm. I see you for your brand. So like with Ryan, I know you as Ryan and I respect you as an individual of who Ryan is. But every time I see Ryan uh secondary is speaking, I'm like, that's Ryan. That works that's for speaking. me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's dope. Like I definitely um commend you for everything you do. And I know that with us as creatives, it's tough as far as like being able to stay, one, stay humble, but I think you get humbled every day. I don't think for me, staying humble is the issue. I think it's communication and trying to communicate with people who really don't know how. Like I might not be the best communicator either, but in the generation we come up in and the generation that's um, under us, the one that's above us, the ones above us are very like not callous, but they're very like stern. And mm -hmm. then the ones under us are very in their phones, not in right. non-existent. So sometimes it's hard to communicate with people. And then we take things personal, especially with the middle child syndrome. So <laughs> <laughs> I think like having businesses and just being driven entrepreneurs, a lot of it is just not not taking anything personal. Um, phone drop. Phone drop. <laughs> But yeah, I think a lot of it is not taking anything personal, and I struggle with that like every day. I'm getting better at it, but I think that's that self management. So how do you? Do y'all both take? I feel like you don't take anything. You're just like ah, uh, whatever. <laughs> what like take things personally? Yeah. Um, it depends on what it is. There are facets of me that you know I'm still learning and growing mm -hmm. in that I might take personally, just because I feel like that's a sensitive space. Okay. But anything that I'm sure about, I don't. Like whatever. But the type of person that I am too, um, I allow myself to feel how I feel initially, and then just think about it later. Cause it and just let it marinate. Like <laughs> I wish I was at. I'm. Oh. Well, that's I've gotten to that that point though. Okay. Like I first may have you know took it personally or whatever, but it's like what is why am I taking it personally? Okay. What is it that's bothering me if this is what I said I am? That's a that's a talent because it's hard. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's, that's a talent. I suck at like I, I just feel like that's what I have to do. For, for me, me, it's like when I take stuff personal, it's more so on a connectivity level. Like when I'm out and like I'm moving and I'm talking to people, just the vibe I might get, mm -hmm. it might just make me it, it might make me feel a type of way towards that person. And then I have to go back and tell myself, like, you know. Like sometimes it's it's the right vibe. Sometimes people get that vibe <laughs> and you gotta leave them alone. But a lot of times I'm just like I'm expecting people to interact how I interact. Got it. And also to receive me how I receive people. So me being like this high energy person, I come over and I introduce myself and I'm in their face. And if I get like a you know like a subpar like energy where it's like on a four, like, oh. yeah, I'm like, all right, cool. They're not feeling See? me, but it might just be that this person does not know how to receive that. And especially True. thinking about how society is now, I'm. I feel like now I kind of looked at it like maybe, maybe people are nervous. Like so. True. For me, that that helped me like stop being so, so judgy or so standoffish when it's like okay, they might be giving me an attitude. Maybe they just don't know how to talk. But still, that's like taking it back and reflecting it. It's just yeah. different. See, I go so straight to the nah. nah. <laughs> 
why didn't they speak? Did they hear something? Or is there um, some reason? That, or did I do da, da, da? And it's like, I, I really sit back and think like, did I do something to this person? Or how come? Because it even takes me, I'm, I say it all the time. I'm awkward. Like I'm awkward mm-hmm. as heck. Same. And I have my. <laughs> You're the most artist. <laughs> Creative. And it's like, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's hard. I won't say it's hard for me, but sometimes I'm just like, I don't really want to enter. I won't say want to. I don't really care to interact with people if I just feel that I'm like, this doesn't even yeah. seem like it's going to be like a mm-hmm. good interaction. Yeah. I even like I'll see somebody that I've known for like ten years in Walmart, and if they don't see me, yeah. I'll turn around and walk the other way. <laughs> my, I don't feel like talking, but it's just <laughs> it's so bad. But then like when I do get you know comfortable enough to where I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go out and um you know be a social butterfly. I'm gonna speak, mm-hmm. and if I'm going out and I'm giving all this effort to like even say what's up, yeah. and I don't get the yeah. reception that I feel like I should, I'm like, what? Yeah. See, I don't take that personal though. I just keep a mental note forever but then it's it's weird because like even at school and you run into the biggest people in college but even in school it's Thanks. like you will see somebody y'all would speak and kick it and it's cool not even i won't even say kick it but you'll see people 12 times and they speak all 12 times now 13 time 13th time hey what's up and they look at you like hey yeah, see i hate that. like, that's the case. Like that. i feel like if there's somebody frequently enough where I can speak to you frequently enough and then that one time you don't then I'm gonna call you out but if it's like, like oh you can't speak I mean it didn't even gotta be rude like that just no matter of oh okay like this is where we are let me know so I can know forever how to treat right. you let's yeah. just be real true, about true, true, true. it it's about some stuff is just blatant like, yeah some stuff you know that people just yeah. being shady or it's mm-hmm. just it's off and it's like all right cool and that's why I mean I try not to take stuff personal only because mm-hmm. that's what's wrong with society right now it's like so if somebody come at me and I, I pick up that attitude and I'm like all right cool you cut off like <laughs> yeah, I don't just let it go. that's how we walk around so then we're constantly just making ourselves just um, recluses, from, yeah. like yeah, we're just mm-hmm. very much so just inside now within True. ourselves, and no, like we're not letting out with anyone, like we're not having an outlet for anything. So I try to give people the benefit of the doubt, but then there are times where it's blatant, and when it's blatant, mm-hmm. that's still a good thing that you push it away because you have to redirect energy and control your own energy. Mm-hmm. I, okay, so I have a random question: um, How do you all deal with people that you know you develop relationships with people on social media? Mm-hmm. So. You interact a lot on social media, but you've never met in person. Mm-hmm. So when you do see that person in person, like, how do you go around? Like, how do you navigate that 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 situation? Like, is it one of those things where I follow you on Twitter or I follow you on Instagram or I don't know. Like, how do you? I think it's a little bit of both and also maybe like where I am when I see them. But okay. um, <clears throat> I don't know. I guess I don't have a problem just going up to them and be like, hey, you're. Right? Okay. You remember when we... Right. Okay, so nice to see you out. Or I'm also the person, like, I enjoy awkward moments. Sorry, Ooh, I've never wow. said that out loud. But I do. So I'll go up to him and be like, so uh, you remember me, right? <laughs> like, I will create it so it becomes less awkward. Yeah, that's the same for me. Like, usually I'll go up to somebody and be like, hey, like, you know, you fo- we follow each other yeah. on Instagram or something. And me, I always say IG. But, um... I always do that or like I'll I'll go up to somebody and like introduce myself yeah. and then I'll start a conversation and be like, we follow each other, right? But I truly, if I remember them, I'll try to talk to them mm-hmm. only for the strength of I hate to be that person that yeah. somebody sees me on there like, oh, we follow each other right. forever, but she didn't speak to right, me. Right, but okay. then I don't think it's a big deal if you don't speak, if they don't speak, because yeah. at the end of the day, too many people are entitled to things, but they're mm-hmm. not giving out the same situation. True. So if Ron expects people to talk to him, then Ron has to talk to people and vice versa. <laughs> just got to read the energy. <laughs> All right. Cool. No, I ain't calling I'm you just, I'm just kidding. Out, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, just read, just, the, just read the energy or just sometimes just say, hey, we never formally met in person. I'm so-and-so. Pleasure to... I'm joking around. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasure to meet you. I just think it gets awkward when you see somebody out Especially if you see them out frequently. But if you see somebody out on social media and then y'all get back on social media and y'all still like liking each other's stuff. I saw you and y'all at the still, club. It's I like, how you, I've how done that before. Really? Yeah. Because then it just becomes like we are connected through social media. So you don't. And it's like, if I, I mean, it's not even like, I might not. The thing is like, I don't, 
have to speak to you to speak to you. Like a uh, good eye contact, a nice smile, a gesture is okay. enough. You know, just acknowledgement. I don't so have to have like a yeah, conversation. Yeah, it's just are. acknowledgement. It's yeah. like we cool on social media. You don't have to know me on yeah. a face to face. Okay, I, yeah. I can see. I can see that. You rock with that? I do. Because I, I, I never, <laughs> I never thought about it like that. But that makes perfect sense. And again, maybe it's my privilege, but like. <laughs> My male privilege. <laughs> but um, yeah, like not everyone is like should be entitled to every yeah. piece of who you are. Sometimes it's it could be a, a double tap. Sometimes it can be, you know, a mutual, you know, kick it outside of social media. And sometimes it's just like, uh. Speaking of social media, uh, all, if you scroll on your page, it looks very planned out and very nice. Who is taking your pictures? I like, have, <laughs> so. I have friends that my friend Deontay he like holds okay. me down, and then sometimes I'm like I can find like a random ledge somewhere, okay. and I'm like I can do the timer. Okay. My friend Deontay helps me out a lot, but then the timer holds me the free. Holds you down. That's yeah. how I was like, Brad. I know he's probably by himself. Like, and this picture nah, sure. is low key perfect. But like, that's the thing. Like, you can do so much. You can do so much nowadays. Like, yeah. The the space for creativity is literally limitless mm -hmm. and you can literally be a one man show. Like you could do yeah. everything by yourself. It's just about having the time. So the team comes in is like, maybe somebody has better skills or, right. you know, in certain areas. But at the same time, if you took the time or you had the time to learn it yourself, you could do everything. That's yourself. just a lot. Like we're a Jack or Jill of all trades. Like we, cause we don't one, we don't feel like waiting for our generation. Doesn't feel like waiting for anyone. Well, yeah. some of us do, but a lot of us don't feel like waiting and, it's like, all right, how can I figure this out and do it myself? Yep. All right, I'm going to learn how to code because we had MySpace, so yeah. I want to learn how to code. <laughs> right. Or I'm going to learn how to, you know, edit my pictures because I want my gram to look flawless. Or I'm going to learn how to, yeah. you know, cut and chop up, you know, audio files because I want my, uh, my podcast to be perfect. Or yeah. I'm going to learn Photoshop because I don't want to pay someone, you know, hundreds of dollars every time I need a design. So yeah. it's like... Figuring, figuring out a way to, it's DIY. Yeah, and I think <laughs> that there's beauty in the struggle of mm -hmm. that, like for real, because there's times where I've gotten criticism over like, oh, that that could have been a little more clean or this. And it's like, if I'm doing it myself, I get it, but I'd rather put something out there that's authentic to me mm -hmm. and then continue to grow so you can see the growth of that. For sure. Like, I mean, Rihanna, come on now. It's like oh. every album she put out elevated. It's a visual. Her voice mm -hmm. got better. It's Elevation. like, and you can never look at Rihanna and say she was weak ever. You just see that she grew and that is what is beautiful about DIY. And that's why I love, like, I'm sorry, could you go ahead? No, I was just saying, oh. we were just talking about that at my job. Like, you can, she's the best of who she was in that space mm -hmm. and that's, Really, what it is. And she continue to do it. Like, and keep space. Like, yep. she, well, I'm Beyonce. But, um, <laughs> but nah, 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 I, feel, nah, I feel you. But I just, that's why I really do appreciate social media because I can even scroll to like my first Instagram page. I mean, Instagram pictures. I'm like, bro, this is garbage. But back then it was flame. Yeah. But now it's like you can again see the progression yeah. from, you know, the work I was doing or the ideas to like now it's like, okay, like this is actually pretty right. amazing. But then, you know, five, years later i'm like bro like why was i doing that this is awful and then yeah. it's a constant progression and i think it's dope about the platform that we're providing because we highlight a lot of like you're the first entrepreneur as far as like oh, you're not yes. in music because artists are entrepreneurs as well but i'm super excited about it because we try to highlight and explain the importance to people about having that nine to five while you're chasing your dream mm -hmm. and really positioning yourself well in that because you have to be solid regardless mm -hmm. and there will become a day where you can walk away from the table but you also want to be able to you know build that wealth i guess within whatever job space you hold, mm -hmm. especially if you have a job where you can invest in yourself or something like 401k, build mm -hmm. up some type of like wealth because what our community as, you know, black people, what we have not had access to is a lot of those investment dollars mm -hmm. and sure. inheritances. Like mm -hmm. you see old money all the time and we really don't have a lot of old mm -hmm. money in our community. So I try to motivate these creatives, like your idea is dope, your business is gonna flourish, but just, you know, do something while you're waiting for it to grow, Definitely. like, and learn how to navigate your time. And yeah, use that to learn. Yeah, and be okay. Like, don't don't let don't let social media hype you up. Right. Like, yeah. Don't work if you work a nine to five. You are so like, nah, nope. Work that nine to five. Yeah. Excel. Like, like, aim to achieve in that as well. Like, yeah. 
and just, you know, position yourself to win. There will be a time where you will be able to walk away from it. But for now, no, I want this consistent income. I need, <laughs> I need health insurance. And then if you yeah. could do both, like literally, if it, if it's something that you actually like doing or love doing and you can do both, like do it. Like build that up on mm-hmm. both ends. Like you are only securing a bigger bag. A like bigger <laughs> bag, right. A consistent bag. And then, you know, later when you when you're you're good, you know, that um that creativity can bring in that consistent right. bag for now. But for now, it's like, nah, I'm a Right. Work my little nine to five, get my little hour lunch. But then when I go home, I'm out here. I'm on Photoshop, Illustrator. I'm thinking of different marketing techniques and yeah. I'm updating my website or I'm interacting on social media. So mm-hmm. or I'm posting pictures because no one wants a, a, a guy that owns a brand with a garbage gram. Like, right. like <laughs> it's like a barber with a bad haircut. It's like, nah, like, yeah, I, you I don't believe you. <laughs> You mentioned interns reach or people reaching out to you for internships. So is that something you're gonna start? Like, is that something you're looking into? I'm pretty sure it's gonna get to that point for you if it's not already there. So I mean, it's gonna get to that point very soon. <laughs> well, like, so I don't even want to put it out there. Well, I already I put it on my gram. So yeah, there was a um a person I don't want to say. Well, it was a yeah, young you lady that to, reached out. Yeah. Um, Maybe a couple of months months ago, because she found speaking on um, on the Cincinnati Black owned businesses to shop for Christmas or something okay. like that, and she ended up just reaching out and saying like, "Hey, you know, I looked at the website, I looked at the products, like I really like what y'all are doing. You know, this is my senior year. Um, I would love to do my my final internship with your brand." And that like just completely yeah, zoned so- me out because it's like, again, we're our biggest critics, so it's like I don't mm-hmm. know what you're seeing. <laughs> or I don't know why you would want to invest like your time, time into my and your to final internship, yeah, like your final one. But it was like humbling because, again, I remember people would talk so badly about like speaking, like it would be, it was just like sneaked it, and I just didn't get it. But mm-hmm. now it's starting to get to the point where I'm like, oh shoot, like this is actually a thing that people really enjoy and anticipate. So anticipate um <laughs> so like for someone to reach out and say you know hey i really want to invest like my time and my space um with you and your mm-hmm. brand and i want to offer and she's a fashion design major and i'm like you know like the nitty-gritty right. like you know the t- technical stuff behind it and you still want and i'm like that's crazy <laughs> so um she'll be interning with us this summer um, shout out to her. Yeah, shout like, out to reaching out and positioning yourself. Man, as much as you're critical on your brand, like she obviously sees something. Yeah, and y'all getting together, maybe you know, maybe she'll come on board with the team, and y'all might grow a little more. Like who knows? See. But <laughs> I just I don't know. Just that alone was just crazy to me. Um, and again, it's going to make me push myself that much harder because I can. I get in my my moments where I'm just like I don't feel like doing anywhere. I just want to watch Netflix, but now it's like no, I actually have someone else that's You're going managing. to be looking into me. Yeah, yep. like I'm going to actually be an actual manager. So it's like all right, I can't be slipping up because again, you know, if God blesses you with the opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, you got to shoot your shot yep. and 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 make it happen. So yeah, Army of Dreamers that's is looking into thing. internships uh, this shoot summer as well. Oh, make it happen. <laughs> We no, we actually had a few people reach out. I'm just trying to navigate the space for that. Like, yeah, I don't want to put, yeah, I don't want to put somebody. I don't want to be like, yeah, you can intern, and then yeah. it's like I don't have nothing the structure for right. me to do that. Like, so I mean, we're taking our time with it, but I like how you actually ask us questions. No one's done that. Oh shoot, yeah. I, I'm trying to learn about y'all too. <laughs> Yeah, when I get asked questions, I love it in the interviews. And it's funny because then I'm like, it kind of turns the interview around. It but does. I mean, I think we're all like. And it makes y'all think. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we all are kind of like, we're all peers and we're, you know, creative. And we work so, together. Before yeah. Too, like, so. True. Shout out locals only. Hey. Shout out Ella. Shout out Kosh. <laughs> Don't call during interviews. Don't no more. call. Okay. Don't text me too. But now, all right. Um, is there. Yeah. Ryan, you want to leave with any. A final message. Um. I don't, um, what's hmm. your, like, so speaking within like five years, what do you, what do you see with that? Or what's your, what's your plan? <laughs> you want to hmm. do more traveling? Um, potentially. Yeah. But I'm, I'm a firm believer of like, you got to make sure home is good. So as long as I can build a solid foundation in Cincinnati and Ohio, I feel like 
You'll make it anywhere. Yeah, like, it'll it. reach. Yeah, but it, so it, it would be cool to, like, you know, do shows in other cities. But honestly, for the most part, I would definitely definitely like to open up my own space. But not just, like, a place where we sell shirts or... You want a house. Like, I, yeah, I want a house. <laughs> like, I want people to be able to come and do, you know, financial aid workshops. And I want people to be able to come and, you know, buy T-shirts. But also, you know, parents come in and get, you know, uh, diapers and... You know, I want to be able to hold, you know, food. Dry. I just want like a, a a fashionable community center. Like <laughs> I want people to be able <laughs> hey, to come through. Hey, you gonna do it, man? That's crazy. And do it. It's a one stop shop. So, um, just content. Five years. I honestly don't know um, because I might do way more than what I'm anticipating, yeah, yeah. or I might not do as much. So it's like you know, I'm just wherever the Lord takes me. I'm gonna just continue to you know flourish or try my best to flourish right each day well, so i feel you so go ahead and drop them tags let people know where they can find you at all right so um no if you want to follow me on instagram my personal instagram is jock and ron b j-o-c-k-i-n-r-o-n-b and my um my socials for oh that's for my twitter as well my socials <laughs> for speaking is s-p-k-n-g-i-n-t-o-n-g-u-e-s speaking in tongues on instagram and then speaking in tongues with an underscore on um twitter and then speaking in tongues.com is the website for the clothing and all our other flourishing acts so yeah absolutely and as always this is panda aod larissa renee l-a-r-y-s-s-a-r-e-n-e it matters y'all know where to find us at